Hey there, it's Dr. Brian McKay from Core Health and Darien. Well, today we're going to talk about another exciting topic for some people. Some people it's not too exciting. But have you ever heard of plantar fasciitis? Plantar fasciitis is, you know, people who run a lot, tennis players, people stand on their feet. Sometimes they used to call it a policeman's foot as well. But basically, the fascia is this thin tendinous band across the bottom of the foot. And what happens is this, this tension that creates irritation, which leads to what we call adhesions. I mean, think about adhesions, just think about like uh, micro scar tissue. You know, if you, if you keep, you're standing on your feet and you have an imbalance in the arches and the foot, something could go wrong where all of a sudden it just starts to wear against each other and start to wear away. But also that it irritates because you have a lot of nerve endings in the bottom of your foot. So it's, it's a pretty common thing. And typically people are going to do, um, the, the, the most common thing I would say is ice and Advil, that type of a thing, but it's not going to really, it'll, it'll stop some of the pain. And then typically your first line of defense is going to go to a podiatrist. And if it is, if, if the reason you're having the plantar fasciitis is in the foot, chances are you're not going to be seeing me to fix it. And let me tell you why, because podiatrists do a pretty darn good job as long as below the ankle. So what happened is a long time ago, I started studying a technique called Grostin. And Grostin uses, another name for it is IASTM, Instrument Assisted Soft Tissue Mobilization. And what it does is you use like a stainless steel uh, surgical instrument to break up the adhesions. Um, and it's quite effective. A little kind of painful side, I got to be honest with you. Um, so we started treating that, you know, platypocytes with that. But it, the idea here is you just can't localize to the foot and that's the podiatrist typically won't go past the ankle because that becomes an orthopedic issue and when, it, when you're having it a lot of times people are going to take cortisone shots cortisone just shuts down all the inflammation and you go on your merry way most of the, well, some of the times i mean it does work but how often again if it works you're not going to be seeing me anyhow but what i want to talk about is there's this three muscles that when addressed or if you don't respond to cortisone Advil, Aleve, Ice, and that type of stuff, or, or, or bracing. And we, if we address those three muscles, I'll go over them, go over each one of them with you. But, you know, the first one you really want to address is called the tibialis posterior. And it's one of the most central of all leg muscles. And it's in the deep, deep posterior, the posterior being behind part, compartment of your lower leg. And it's a very important muscle because it stabilizes, you know, it's, it's, it stabilizes the lower leg. And a lot of times this muscle is involved. And if you just say you get an orthotic, which is another way to treat this thing, to take some pressure off that area, you're still going to have the, the further up the food chain. So you've got to get in there. And, that, and if you just put your hand on the outside, um, I'm sorry, the, the, the inside of your leg and go down, uh, that's where we're going to find the tibialis posterior, that large Pretty, pretty large muscle. Uh, it's not the calf. Sometimes the calf is involved, but not not a whole heck of a lot. Um, I mean, the gastroc and soleus as well. So you, what, I, what I typically do is I find adhesions in the tibialis posterior. And how we treat those, we'll, you know, we'll go into that a little bit, you know, a little bit long. Now, another muscle is involved. It's called your flexor digitorum longus. And what that does is it kind of moves the big toe, digitorum, 
toe, longest, you know, so it's a real long one. And it's on the tibial side of the leg, the posterior compartment. It's thin and pointed at the top where the origin is, but insertion increases in size as, as it tends to go down. And what this will do is um, it serves to cur curl up the, the second, third, and fourth, and fifth toes, you know, two, three, and four. Okay, now the flexohalicus longus is the, is the one that's similar. They run very similar pathways. And what they do is they go into, um, that goes into the big toe. So you have to, if you have tension in these three muscles, again, posterior, the tibialis posterior, flexohalicus longus, and flexodigitorum longus, you're really not going to get to the root problem with, with plantar fasciitis. And there are superior ways to treat it these days. Um, lasers, one, it's great. It's, it, it's, uh, you feel just a little bit of warmth on that area, which is, again, very, very, very good. It's, it's a phenomenal treatment. But when you combine it with radial pulse shockwave therapy, it's even more effective because the radial pulse shockwave will break up the adhesions, stimulate blood flow. And in doing so, you kind of you get more blood to the area, you open it up the area, you break up the adhesions, you have better uh, flow of the muscle, where the muscle is not as restricted, and you remove these adhesions and stimulates cellular regrowth. You jack that up with laser, cold laser, and that just starts ramps up the healing process. So they're, 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 when you just look for these three muscles, and if you're stuck and you're not getting better with plantar fasciitis, you know, if you like to run, you can't run. It's a very viable way for you to get relief. And the good thing is it's not a long-term thing. You, you're looking at several treatments, and it's, you know, I wouldn't say the first treatment, you, get, you, you actually could feel better after the first treatment, but typically it takes two, three times before you start to see an improvement, and about maybe seven or eight treatments overall before you get resolution. So plantar fasciitis, well, it's not, you know, that common, but for runners, tennis players, golfers, people get it, and it, it's, it's painful because you have a lot of nerves in the feet. Uh, from sensory nerves, besides you have motor nerves, sensory nerves as well. So it's one of those things. If you think you're gonna, if you think you have plantar fasciitis, you know, chances are check with your podiatrist seriously. If they can knock it out, you don't need me. If it's a real tough case, chances are they're not looking at posterior tibialis, flexor digitorum longus, and the flexor halicus longus. So if you have any questions, Dr. McKay, Core Health Darian, two zero three. 656-3636-203-656-3636. All right. Hope you're having a healthy, happy new year. Let's get COVID over with and uh, let's get you running again if you have plantar fasciitis. Thanks very much for listening.